Max, your mustache looks somewhat trimmed today. What did you do to it? Did you get some mustache wax I or something like that? What? I actually, I actually trimmed it the other day. I can tell you trimmed like an yeah. inch off it. Yeah, I just trimmed like the really long ones off. So now people, uh, you, that you look less homeless today. You look homeless <laughs> again because you got your gray, your gray generic uh, hoodie on. Yeah, well, but, it's, uh, it's a Vans hoodie, so it's not that uh, okay. generic. But <laughs> yeah, but it looks like a prison hoodie, so you know. Yeah, it does. It does. I don't know. Anyway, I'll, we got my prison water bottle as well. I won't show it on camera. So <laughs> that is this gross. Don't show that water bottle. Don't show that water. It's bottle. not. It's not gross, but it it's just gross. looks prison water bottle. It, it does not look great. It does not look great. <laughs> anyway, you know what? Um, you know. We got a podcast to talk about. We had a lot of racing going on this past weekend. We got a big race coming up this weekend. So let's drop that intro and get to chatting RC. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast. Get ready for some serious bench racing. But be warned, we speak our minds, express our thoughts, and sometimes things can get a little rowdy. Hate, and he just was influenced by the hate coming from the left, the hate coming from the right. And let's get back to more club racing and less of this money-grabbing book racing. It's hard to be arrogant when you're always right. Yeah. See what I mean? That's exactly why people call you arrogant, Max. You may not agree with everything we say but it's definitely worth a listen and our pick can you stop whatever you're doing join your host Leslie the great with co-hosts and guests as they get together <laughs> to chat our city. hey after that race that i watched this morning i have to talk about it here we go 100 bucks right here 100 throw oh no <laughs> i like it Yes, indeed, Nitro's the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 168 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Keenan White, a.k.a. Left of the Great. Over to my left is the arrogant, homeless one, Maximus Mortimus. What's up, Max? How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, again, I mean, it's weird. I like there these sections where I just get busy with school, and then mm -hmm. after I get done with those things, it's like I have nothing to do. So, so like right now I'm a bit busy again, then hopefully at the end of the week, I'm not that busy. Yeah. 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 School, just, That's school uh, life, dude. Yeah. That's school life. That's how it goes. I've never been in that part of life, but I imagine that's how it goes. So, um, yeah, I get all of that. Uh, yeah. I've seen lots of movies. It looks busy. Uh, <laughs> so definitely the have movies, not experienced all, all that. All you see is the good parts. But yeah. I mean, yeah. So um yeah i'm kind of been in my own little world here lately my wife's been kind of uh had a little operation so she's down for the count so i've been having to do everything uh, it's our anniversary today so happy anniversary to her as we're recording this it's tuesday and um so and it's just been raining 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 here and i had to dig this out of the closet because like we haven't been able to wash clothes in like 10 days because you know we need sun to dry clothes and there just hasn't been any sun. Oh, yeah. 
So we don't have like a dryer and all that stuff. So it's like, this is my, my, I got this from Southside RC Raceway at the 2018 Nationals. It's a, it's a little snug. It's a little shrunken, little, little less lime greeny than it was, but it works. And, um, but yeah, all is good. Just lots of rain here in the DR and just rainy, rainy, rainy. But with that said, we have some news to talk about. There was a lot of racing this weekend. Um, before we do that, I want to say some thank yous and some shout outs. I want to shout out and say thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. We guys can't do it without you guys. Thank you for all the support. Uh, I know we're knocking out podcasts quite fast, so it's hard to keep up, but we know we're trying something new. This week, it's only going to be one podcast, but uh, last two weeks, it's been like, one after the other but thank you guys for listening thank you guys the youtube numbers are growing remember if you haven't been over and hit that sub uh subscription button notification button hit a like or dislike leave a comment on our youtube channel we're at almost 1800 1. 1.1800 subs we like to get it up to 2000 or more i don't see why not the the youtube the facebook page has 4800 likes or followers so we should be able to get that uh shout out to the patrons of the podcast we can't do it without you guys, the extra support. Uh, because you guys are getting a, a Patreon pod, only pod this week with Max and I. Uh, we'll record that after we record this. If you wish to be a patron of the podcast, you can. There's a link in the written description. Every little bit helps, guys. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, shout out to the awesome sponsors that support this podcast. They are Visible Speed, PZO Tires, High Tech RC, TNR Fuels, Beach RC, Techno RC, Lugs Racing Tires, Mayako, JQSM, G-Spec RC Tuning, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Racecraft USA, Clinic RC, JTP RC, RCGP, shout out to them. They, re they released their, their latest um, location. House of RC, if you haven't gone there and set up uh, a profile please go do that and my good buddy rc kevin who's doing some good things i think he's gonna have tyler hooks on this week or next week as a live and shout out to my boy uncle Eddie's seasoning right up there uh i got his seasoning out there and i want to shout out to uh so dialed app uh joe don's cool guy always updating always on it i see him like the new mutant came out he's like oh send me all the geometry so i can make the up that updates in the app and uh trick lids my buddy steve downs he pushed out some uh decals for me for dnc and uh he's doing a, a hoodie for me and stuff like that so i appreciate that so thank you to all that remember everybody show the sponsor some love shows the podcast some love we do have coupon codes affiliate links uh if you guys can use those it helps us out we greatly appreciate it and you know we still have a few slots of sponsors open if you wish to be a sponsor we have one or two spots left open and uh come check us out all right, Max, uh, what's going on? Uh, we It was a busy weekend. Lots of racing yeah. going on around the world, man. Lots of racing. Um, some silly season moves in Europe, late silly season moves in Europe. Um, we got, we had some, um, we got some DNC news to talk about today. Uh, Snowbirds as well. We'll talk about that real quick. Uh, the J Concepts INS race is what we're going to talk about probably a lot and then we're going to go in and finish off with some chat about montpellier gp and have a little preview of that uh so first off i want to start with a little bit of euro silly silly season news now this is these I, I know the average person won't know these guys but these guys are both very fast in their regions and doing very well uh carlos duras who who features in my blog this week about montpellier 
uh, fast Portuguese rider, driver. I don't want to say rider. Uh, he goes to Nemo Agama. He he will do well at this race in Montpellier. He's known for the guy that punted lugs, um, lugs, punted Lutz in the quarterfinal uh, at Montpellier in 2020. Do you remember that? I don't remember, but I remember Lutz being in the quarter. I didn't. I don't think I ever right. watched it. But so, this so, guy is also very known for the widest possible stance on the driver's stand because he's he's super tall. aggressive. He's he's like aggressive on track, but like the way he stands on driver's stand because he's super tall and he really? likes to keep his leg quite wide, so he takes up a lot of space. <laughs> is he taller than Joseph? Probably not, but very close. Okay. So this I remember watching this quarterfinal and I was like, oh, Lutz, like, you know, it's near the end, I think. Lutz thinks he has it. And I just see this all white car, you know, that, that it was muddy too because it rained. And you just see this car coming and like, this guy is, I, I think it was all white. I can't remember. It was just muddy. And I knew it was Carlos Duras. And I remember him being fast the year before. And I was like, this guy's going to come. He's going to, he's going to overtake Lutz. I saw it, you know, like, just like like about a minute before it happened he was a coming he not coming and he got lots and lots i think thought he had it during the last couple of laps and he just punted poor lots i think it was a fur pass to be honest he kind of just went over the inside of that thing and just was like boop see you later he was just way faster and he got the bump up to the semi and uh lots didn't make it so he's always going to be famous for that for me and my and my thoughts and yeah and then um Elias Johansson, we talked about him this past weekend. He uh he made the A main at the um EOS. EOS. Which we, we there was an ETS this weekend too. I forgot all about that. I haven't even looked up results for oh, that. You, yeah. can, you can probably <laughs> well, do that real quick while we're doing that. Uh he has joined Serpent full, eight scale and ten scale. I know he was on HB previously. But he's been yeah. running these Serpent 10 scale cars, so I guess it only makes sense that he goes to the Serpent platform. So Serpent isn't dead. Like, it's still alive in Europe, man. Oh, and Serpent has always had a, quite a big presence in, in Sweden. And I think I'm pretty yep. sure this deal is mostly thanks to the distributor there, not so much mm -hmm. Serpent, the right. factory. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, for sure, I think his deal is to the factory, just the sort of handling of it was uh, yes. through Sweden. I actually really hope they sort of put some put some good into a serpent because what they do in RCs it is great like uh, implementing new platforms like their touring platforms mm -hmm. uh, a lot of stuff Billy Easton has done with the off-road cars and in the past get uh, strange with uh, with Jorn what they implemented the new platforms so I'd be really excited to see sort of if Elias can bring him some results and then some sort of um, credibility to the brand and bring it back. I mean, Carlos Duras also, he used to run um, Serpent in the past. So really? Yeah. So he, I don't know. I don't think, I think he was with Losi the last two years, but mm -hmm. he's been sort of running always sort of the brands that are not that popular. I can't remember the last time he ran a brand that was super popular at the time. So again, like this move to Nemo sort of fits that thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, yeah, Elias Johansson, he's been running Associated, I think, at some point of his career, but then moved to HB. Now, obviously, due to Rana Falk putting out with HB, HB moving, moving towards sort of an American bias in, in how the team is handled. I think it's a good move for Elias. Uh, 
perhaps he could have went back to associated intent scale and then looked something else in eight scale. But I think this could be something that if he does well, can right. really grow him and Serpent both. So I agree if you do. Yeah, does. good opportunity. And and I, I know quite a few people in Sweden that run Serpent. So it is a popular brand, yeah, like it, you said. In Sweden, in Sweden, they have good support. And I think like one of the distributors I at least know is very involved in it. And they have very fast drivers like uh, Conrad by Larsson, I think. It's Pontus Larsson or something like this. He's a fast young driver as well. He's been running Serpent for a while. And uh, yeah, so there is a good presence. And I think the same distributor also sells AE, but I'm not mm -hmm. 100% sure. I'm okay. pretty sure, but not completely. But <laughs> they have a very good team there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Sort of, it's like the UK. I think, I think he can do a good well. serpent team. Good yeah. serpent team. Uh, all right, uh, real quick. So that's about it for silly season news. Uh, DNC news. So I was listening to this brought up the question. Even Joseph was like, "Well, what Europeans are coming there?" And I said, "Let, let me start asking." So uh, I. Hold on. Okay, there we go. You found me. My camera was out of focus. Uh, I was listening to the Extra Lap guys. They had boots on. Shout out to Aiden and um, the, the king of everything, Martin and Joey. And boots is not going to DNC. And then I said, because he, he's preferring to go to Silver State, right? Um, he's, you know, they were talking about he's got uh, Montpellier this weekend. And so I said, well, let me message Kanas, see if he's going. So he's not going to DNC either. Barton's not going either. So I messaged him and he said no, uh, which is a shame because there's the three guys I wanted to see at DNC, but it sounds like they'll, they want to go to um, Silver State instead. And I understand that. It's probably just a little, um, and maybe Kanas and, and Boots might be coming, and Barton, all three of them guys might be coming to America for RCGP. So uh, that's also a possibility. Yeah. And I talked to Barufalo. He's gonna be doing. Um, he's gonna be doing Montpellier this weekend, and then he's heading out to California. He's like the madman. He's not missing DNC. So I think it's uh, gonna be yeah. him, Zankatin, and Ongaro that come for uh, for Italy. And it's not looking positive that even Badier will be there at this moment. So yeah, Robert. Robert is a big, uh, big maybe, but most likely not. I think mm. I think sort of uh, Ronafog and Ongara would be the only sort of top EU guy, European guys. Oh, and the, oh, Renault's coming. Savoia's yeah, coming. So, Rial's yeah, so coming. Savoia and Joao, exactly. Those are the sort of next level. And uh, then um, and Barufalo. Well, then you have Zankatine yeah. and Barufalo are coming. Yeah, for sure, there will be some European competition, but sort of Canas yeah. and Robert would be very good additions because, like, yeah, Robert finished second in 2018. He's and been boots. in the main every single time. And uh, yeah, Robert is uh, for sure a top contender at these events. Always. Yeah. All right. So um, this is the last week of practice. So the dirt closes on the 9th, which is tomorrow. So it's so today and tomorrow is the last day, I guess. Uh, J Joseph has been out there with the Viking for two weeks now, I guess now, or not even two weeks. Yeah, maybe just over two weeks. Mm, yeah. A bit over. Uh, lots of wind. They had some days they couldn't practice because of wind. The track's really blown out. Uh, Tebow, uh, Tyler Jones, Pabitas, where he lives in the area, he lives nearby, and Ryan Lutz were there practicing Thursday, Friday. And then they had the um, 
like Friday club race and then uh Joseph and Joseph did a race at nor did need nor did the Viking. They chose to race on Saturday. I think it was really windy on the Friday night too. Yeah, the Friday race was just at the night. So it was just I think sort of a club race type. The Saturday but race both were just club races. Day. Yeah, yeah, but I mean the Saturday race was the whole day, whereas the Friday race was just the night time. Yeah, so, so think, this I was like probably the one of the most watched club races <laughs> of this weekend. I like I know so many people yeah. were watching this. Like so much eyes on Rana Falk. So I believe he came out on Saturday and talking to Joseph, like they had just finished the e-buggy. Yeah, the together. last night. I think they, the first like, time he ran it was... Yeah, yeah like I think they just time. finished it like previously before going out on the track. He broke it. He, they fixed it again. He came back in. Uh, his first qualifier wasn't good on Nitro. He came in, they changed some stuff and then he like blew everybody away on the second qualifier. Yeah. And I, I like I don't I'm not trying to be biased. I don't want people to be like, oh, we're only talking about Mayako here, but this is the only race that I had really real inside scoop on. And while it's oh, only a, like, a few guys, it it's a big thing. Like people were watching this. Yeah, race. I mean, like Tebow, Lutz, uh, these guys have been fast all year. Yeah. Obviously, it's gonna be Fen and Mayfield are the top contenders, but Ronafolk was ninth and in best lap in front of Tebow. He he lapped the whole field, flamed out or broke a clutch in the last lap, and then the pin came out again. He used the HB clutch, and the pin came out and was touching the flywheel. It's funny yeah. because I remember in 2015 there was the Nordic event, Nordics in in Sweden, and this was the one race where Joseph was actually fast. Like he on qualifiers, he was challenging David on semi. They battled for the first ten minutes in the main. Joseph was leading for a while, then. Ronifog took off a bit, led mm -hmm. for a while, and then exactly the same thing. The HP clutch and the pin pulls out. <laughs> um, and then Joseph ended up winning that race. But this time, right. the HP clutch almost <laughs> almost took away. Right. From the but race. I mean, so let's, I'm going to be honest. Like, let's just say, like, the Viking just lapped the whole field. And then yeah. he kind of was like, I, I remember Joseph said, I told him to take it easy. And he said, no, he just wants to get it out of his system. And I was like, yeah. yeah. You know, he's the Viking. He is coming out swinging, like you know, true Viking like, style. And the thing is, it's it, it's not like it was a half an hour or forty five minute main. It was twenty minutes, and he lapped the whole field. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. So, jo so, so Joseph told like me something small. That, so Joseph, that was pretty insane. Joseph was so relieved. He called me after. He was on his way to watch Supercross, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I'm so happy about that." You know, because he was, you know, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. And for people who may not understand how big of a thing that was, it was like a big thing uh, for him. And he was like, oh, I went up there with one minute and 30 seconds left to go to watch the car from the driver's stand. And then he flames out. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I had to run yeah. down. I said, I would have paid money to watch you run across the track and get the car so you could finish. But he has a bad habit of doing that. He did that to me in Argentina. He goes, that's the last tank. You're in the lead. You'll be all right. And I end up coming fourth. Like, I don't know. He just rattled me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty dominating. People would say, well, he's been out there practicing all this time. I mean, they've been practicing, but not as much as not as much as they were like, rather all that type of stuff. Yeah, and it's it's not like this was a new track to T-Bone nor lots because they were there the last night. So it's not like, obviously, yeah, they, he might have had a small advantage, but like nothing, nothing crazy. And 
Yeah, and the, the the end of the day, like the real thing is gonna be at DNC. This is yes. just something. It's nice to see that it's it's already sort of he's he's with the car, and uh, yeah, it's now I'm like super excited because like that speed is it's not like that's not. not well, we'll see what happens when he gets up against uh, Ongaro and Mayfield, yeah. Fend, Cavalieri, Tasman. Uh, and these guys uh that speaking of runner mayfield sorry mayfield and those guys sh should have stopped went there yesterday they were there yesterday practicing so um that's good to see uh th this is this is the race for dnc has started you know it started last thursday when tebow and lots and those guys pulled up like the this is all like people wouldn't have done this is mind games like to me so you know um these guys don't want to show too much they don't want to give too much away they don't they don't want to lose but you know this is all stuff that that is like now like who okay so does does tebow and these guys go home and be like damn that guy just put a lap on us and we need to figure out or do they go home and go okay we, we learned some stuff out there this weekend we'll be ready for the next time but i, I actually think these guys will be faster because they, they actually got to race her recently but yeah also, with Drake's knowledge of this track and all that stuff, I expect that Mayfield will be quickly up to speed. And I think that the hot race tires will be good here too as well. So Tasman and oh, Ogden yeah. will be good as well. Yeah, Ogden is something I'm very interested to see, uh, to be honest. Um, are, are we good? <laughs> you, you cut off. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like Ogden is something I'm very interested to see because like, he should be very good here. Like this is one of the tracks he most often visits. And uh, this is like, if depending on the layout Joy is going to do, um, uh, Cole should be pretty good here. So I would like to see how that goes down because obviously Heart Race seems to be pretty good because David ran it because he has mm -hmm. other options he could run and he ended up running a Heart Race. So um yeah i mean ogden could actually be a contender here now what he has if he has the speed he just has to keep it together here yeah yeah we'll see he was down in uh costa rica this weekend too uh by yeah. the way sh shout out to those guys they, they i think this is the first big pro who went down there bobby moore built their track it lo looks like he had a lot of fun he won like why 11 laps but yeah i mean that's to be the expected. level of competition is a bit different obviously yeah. but it i think this is something that people can see like how cool rc can be obviously the people who are already into rc know it but i think this is something to add on to that uh like the track bobby build looked really cool i saw a video and yeah i think all like the areas where rc gets going it's important mm -hmm. to like add more into it so people get into it same with the philippines like the locals are very into it and uh like there's a lot of people who are very nice guys and and uh very into rc just for just the fact that it's rc and that, that's really good to see yeah it was um it's it's really growing there in in costa rica i remember when we kind of i first met guys there i know we're kind of going off on a tangent but we're supposed to talk about this anyway i just wanted to finish up on dnc it's gonna be awesome i can't wait uh I've watched the RC scene grow pretty good here in Costa Rica. It's like the, they like one of the only places in Central America that race besides Mexico. 
and they have a good scene. They have now two tracks, like a hobby shop. They have, I would say, 35 to 40, maybe between 35 and 50 drivers per race, which may not sound like a lot to a lot of people, but for like even when at our peak here, I would have loved to have had that, you know? Uh, so yeah. they're doing some good things there. Yeah, Costa Rica isn't a huge country, and especially sort of the way these countries are, like motorsports or like sports apart from very easily accessible. Well, it's the middle class. It's the, it's the middle, upper middle class and, and rich people that race. Yeah. It's like, her, yeah, that's like, you know what I mean? It's not, not the, like, it's not like in America where if like we almost anyone actually can race. Right. In these countries, right. it's so much harder. And the fact that, like even fuel, like like it costs so much more because you have to ship it, you have to order in small quantities. Everything is more expensive at these countries oftentimes because like you have to order it and you can't order a bunch because there isn't much people to buy it. So yeah, I know, I know yeah, all of this stuff. Those are the those. But are it's, the growing. it's growing. It's growing. Uh, great. I've been talking to a lot of the guys in Latin America that have been racing. It's still going strong there. Um, so I just wanted to say congratulations to those guys. I know Andres, my buddy Andres, he came third. So I was talking to him and I just think it's good to see, uh, the love being spread out. So I, I know I want to go yeah. to Costa Rica once, one time too. So oh, me yeah. Too. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do, you know, no more talk about DNC because we really can't talk about that till it starts in a couple of weeks. We'll do a preview show of I mean we will for sure know who everybody who's going. We'll probably do the preview show from there when I go. Uh the other big race this weekend was the big on-road race, which was the Snowbirds. I had Alexander Hagberg on. Uh he was he was there. This was his race that he usually wins. Um couple of things my buddy trent was here as well so he was racing amateur and this is the mo touring modified a main i didn't realize they had didn't have triple a mains at this race so they only have one oh, a main yeah oh, yeah okay. so um this is coelho and hagberg out front and then sam isaacs who's this fast american young guy i believe he drives awesome maddox i could be wrong so coelho was the fastest in this class all week long this is the like top of the turret of modified touring. Hagberg did TQ the first round, and then I think it was Coelho after the, that, the, that too. But he kind of ran away with it in this. Uh, it looks like Hagberg yeah. kind of didn't have the speed to keep up with Coelho, and he's like going defensive because, hey, that's his, this is X-Ray. X-Ray went out there in force. That's a uh, man. These guys, like that's so he's defending, making his car really wide. But that's all part of racing. This guy, Sam Isaacs, is fast, too. I watched... Yeah, um, I was impressed. Yes, yes, but people have told me he's very good. Very good. I don't know much about this this world, unfortunately. So, yeah, I, know I thought the, this was a cool race. In, yeah, I know about touring in Europe, but in America, it's sort of in a blind spot. If there's a guy who can actually battle with Alexander and Bruno, like, yeah, like... He should head over to Europe at least, like for some races or worlds or something like that. Um, yeah, this is very sort of cool to see. Maybe touring can pick up a bit more in America because for sure this would be a huge market in America. And, and touring cars are a very cool class. It's pretty easy compared to like uh, off-road classes uh, because you just have to switch tires if you have to set up down. And yeah, it's it's fun. I'd like to see like 
more more of this like fast americans in foreign so it's nice to see oh man the 12 scale was so so epic these guys were flying so fast so i believe this is yeah. herbert isaacs and that's hagberg dude i would this is i would never be able to do this look how fast yeah, they're going yeah i like to me this seems uh this seems insane like the speed like it's crazy like i have i have driven these cars like a few times tried my friend's cars but yeah it's it's insane how fast these things go uh yeah not not one of my favorite classes for sure but it looks looks exciting yeah these guys end up having a very good battle so you have herbert isaacs and then hagberg right here and hagberg catches up to him he's like so now see this guy goes into defensive mode so he's trying to fight off isaacs and isaacs is trying to uh i i guess it's pretty cool because we don't we i mean we see this in offer but we don't see it too much like this close because that's the thing why i really like on road like this like touring cars i do prefer better but the coolest thing about touring cars especially outdoors is the very very good side-by-side -side racing they have uh whereas in off-road it's often a bit harder to reproduce in in eight scale on like smoother more open tracks it can happen and i think that's mm -hmm. the way we should go a lot for races you want that, that sort of to happen the racing side of it um but yeah this is definitely like the really close racing that touring cars and i mean even even did you see that pass just now i i might have missed it but oh hagberg yeah. just like such quick reflexes like oh my god yeah yeah you have to be quick with these things <laughs> i mean he's like in hunting mode he's he's so he's faster than this guy but this guy's also driving very defensive like you know, in, in off-road, you just have the jumps and the bumps that make it hard to do all this type of stuff. I mean, it can happen on these those smooth tracks. But look how much people are watching this too, man. Uh, I think this is a definitely yeah. a, a race I would like to go. It looks very comfortable. It's in a yeah, hotel. Snowbirds, I can't remember how long this race has been going on, but like this is one of the first races I learned about when I was like young and looking at big American races. Like this is like the DNC of the touring world that I've sort of grew up. Know. yeah this is 1996 so, yeah. i think it was yeah so come on like over 20 years like way over 20 years so. look these guys are having such a race look at them yeah <laughs> yeah wow. you're just enjoying the touring cars or paying cars yeah because i had never really i've you know now that i kind of know hackberg i kind of have more of a vested interest in this now yeah so i paid more attention to it but wow it's been some good rate look look how close they are we would have yeah. hit each other i would have hit that person like 10 by the way if someone hasn't seen like go watch some old ifmar world's finals from like 2006 2010 love panda cars or uh up until like 2012 i think there was really good races i don't know if 2014 had some good but i remember watching those old ones as a kid like touring cars pan cars those mains were in insane like Naoto, then in uh, in uh, touring cars, it was like Welker and Reinhardt and Gilles Grosskamp and all these guys. Like the battles in touring are great. So I gotta go look at some of that stuff. Yeah, those are insane. So didn't Finland have too fast? Like wasn't Timo Lino and that other dude really fast? Yeah, Timo Lino is is a European champion in in touring cars and uh, Juhalevan and also touring cars as well as pan cars. 
Then Simo Ahoneami and his friend, uh, friend brother, Saka Ahoneami, they have won in Pancars, I believe, uh, for European Championships. And uh, there has been a lot, but I mean, them also uh, uh, was really good in off-road, in like 10 scale, he finished second in like the ni- in, in end of 90s with mm. Schumacher. Same with Defo Gaupin and, and these guys, they, they finished really high up back in the day in off-road. And then sort of in Finland, it was sort of... Um, when Jukka Stener and these guys were uh, That's who it was, Jukka Stenari. How do you say his yeah. name, Stenari? Jukka Stenari. Jukka Stenari. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. So, like, at the end of the 90s, like, when Finland even held the worlds of 10-scale off-road, that's when it was picking up a lot. Then sort of off-road died down a bit at the beginning of 2000, and touring cars came up. So then, like, all these guys, like Stenari and even Joseph and Temu and... Uh, Levanen and all, all these guys went switched towards touring and that's where mm-hmm. sort of those Euro- European championships and high finishes at the Worlds came and like Demo obviously has been since since sort of the 2010 he's been sort of uh, going towards just Nitro racing in like he's been running Nitro on road mostly with Infinity now and even before with HP he did that and yeah that's something sort of that that sort of touring car movement has slowly died down but i mean they're still mm-hmm. super fast guys in touring today. so where's yuka stinari stinning stinari so he went he went to work with losi uh he designed i believe the eight the eight skill mm. buggy but i'm not 100 sure he was a designer for losi for a long time i don't know if he got fired or if he chose to leave but he i think he just works as, as an engineer somewhere these days but, like in yeah. the rc field or just no, not RC. He worked with Losi for a long, long time, but at okay. some point he he left or he got fired. I don't really know. Oh, well, but yeah, he he quit RC as racing pretty early on. Like, uh, I mean, I think he just learned, uh, like enjoyed other things a bit more. But he's been very present in like like he's. I mean, if you ask some of the Losi guys, probably like who work at Losi, they probably all know him pretty well. Okay. Well, real quick. So just going over results real quick. Bruno Coelho, Alex Hagberg, Kevin Herbert, your top three in touring modified and in the other top class, uh, which was the 12 scale modified class we had. I wonder why they only do one heat of, of it's so weird. Uh, you're so used to three heats I, of racing. I don't know. Did they have a lot of entries? This race usually has a load. So that yeah, I mean, they thing. had they didn't have that much. They had two hundred ninety seven entries. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay, maybe. But I mean, they are, one thing they always do at the seven. I don't know if they did it this year, but they usually do like at the end of the whole race, they do a circle eight. So they didn't do an oval. They do circle eight, mm-hmm. and it's basically like a like crash demolition thing. Yeah, I know what that is. Their cars. So <laughs> that's that's always like I remember watching those videos with my buddies like way way back so that was always fun i think and like obviously people didn't use the like race cars but they use whatever they had like yeah because this is the oval tracker as well they they race over and and on road uh in 12 scale yeah. we had sam isaacs kevin herbert ollie Payne. i want to say ollie Payne sounds like an english guy <laughs> that's the only sounds so very australian but i don't really i have no clue if he is yeah donnie leah of hagberg because of that crash he finished eighth uh, all right, so the other big race this weekend was the INS, J-Concepts INS race at uh, San Diego RC Raceway in San Diego, California. Another clay track, probably one of the last 
type of clay tracks around like this in California. There's another, but you know, in SoCal, yeah. in SoCal, definitely. I think this uh, was sort of like the other Southern Californian track next to OCRC because like when people went to Reader Race, everyone went to this track to practice mm -hmm, before it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is definitely a well-known place. I believe. I, up, at least in Finland, it is. You know what? Before we, I just have to give some props because it looks like, I like that, you know, I know J Concepts gets a lot of crap from people about a lot of things, but I like the fact that they have committed to having mod at all these races and he does pretty damn good coverage of it. Yeah, so, these yeah, these things were on par with anything they have had in the past with CRCRC race. Mm -hmm. So this is like one of the best tense field coverage we've had in a long time. Like the coverage from the Florida indoor carpet championship, I can't remember the uh, name of it, but that race last last fall, I think, was on par with this they're like yeah i mean come on like this is great coverage uh track looks amazing uh yes. level of competition is one of the best in a long time in america so i don't think yes. even the crc race had uh this much uh top guys like mayfield stair bibkin fan cavalier yeah. uh all of these guys like tolerate horn uh and uh yeah champlain was there i believe but yeah um, well let's go over let's look at our our, our top 10 out of in qualifying and open to a driver. Yeah, Cavallari, Fenn, Tallard, Horn, Spencer Rifkin, Austin Horn, so Aiden's brother, Mayfield in seven, Tom from R1, Tom Rennerkadect in eighth, Dustin Evans the in ninth, and Warner Cry, Matthew Gonzalez in 10th, and Iron Kaufman is another name we're seeing pop up a lot, and Charlie Majorana in 12th, but they only had. Uh, I believe they only had 12, I mean, 10 car mains. And then an open four-wheel drive, it was Fenn, Mayfield, Tallard, Champlain, Cav, Rennerconnect, Horn, Rivkin, Aaron Kaufman. And we might as well go stock because I believe that Rennerconnect ran that. So we had Rennerconnect, yeah. Brennan Schimmel hitting the, hitting the stock class super hard last year, continuing on this year in second, and Tyler Patenod, I, I'm sorry, probably butchered that and tyler hooks was running this as well he finished 10th he was in 10th yeah tyler hooks like he posted online that like he was running stock and then tony newland just commented on his post like stock and a question mark <laughs> that was <laughs> funny i don't know why he's i don't know why he's running stock but i mean whatever you, you. yeah it is what it is we've, we've already been over that that's not a, a skill thing it's a whole separate class i think now yeah Yo, and four-wheel yeah. drive, Brendan Schimmel, Mason Templin, Bryce Butterfield. Uh, so good racing. Uh, Cavallari looked fast. I think, uh, you know, yeah. to TQ two-wheel drive. Everybody counts the GOAT out, man. But the GOAT is, I'm telling you, man, the GOAT is putting it together for a very good 2022. He's, he's weird because I remember 2020 with S-Works. Some good results, some not so good. 2021, uh, really, oh, sorry, uh, 2019, he joined S-Works. So 2019, he didn't have that good results. Then 2020, really good. 2021, joined TLR. Sometimes he, like, had some pace. But, like, this year, he's been starting off pretty well. Like, even last fall uh, at the J-Concepts corporate race, mm -hmm. I did pretty well. This race, uh, TQ, I think, think we need 13 tool drive. And uh, in full drive, he was up there as well. Let me see. So in full drive, he finished. Uh, okay, so full drive, he had something happen to him, so he didn't do well. But 
anyway, like it's positive that he's like he's doing all right. I'm not I, I'm not still putting him sort of one to fight with Mayfield or guys like that in eight scale. But I, I think he's getting sort of comfortable with the course. So maybe this year will be like with Esperk. So the second year he actually shows what he's capable of. That's what I'm saying. I think that's gonna happen. He was yeah, leading you're this a race. Fanboy. I'm I'm not biased in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's leading this race, but to tell everybody, I guess they must cry. I haven't seen this race, but Talarn actually wins this. Let's talk about Cole Talarn. Uh, a very yeah. good 2021 for him in 10 scale and 8 scale uh, with the Nationals performance. Silent assassin, man. He's good. Look at He's hanging in this. And this is A1 of two-wheel drive buggy. Uh, he wins this. So let's see where he wins this because he's right on these guys' asses throughout this race. I mean, look at yeah. him. He's all on fans' tail. Yeah, I mean, Tollard is an interesting guy because he sort of, at least to me, it seems like he's in the shade of Rivkin and even sometimes Aiden Horn. Mm -hmm. But in reality, like this guy is, is no joke. Like finished second in both classes here. Uh, one, you said this main. Uh, and uh, like, yeah, like he he definitely has some speed. He has He's had that for a while. But I think maybe he needs sort of have these top top results to actually show it uh, and especially eight scale i think maybe it's just my bias of following eight scale more closely but i think having a few good results in eight scale would definitely boost his stocks up a bit mm -hmm. because i don't i don't think he's rep like sort of i don't think he's getting the recognition he should for some of the results he'd had so yeah i Really oh. like to see him do well at some of these races. Too. Oh, Fen so fended himself, cool. and that's how he's in second now. <laughs> oh, yeah, and so Cavallari oh, fended. Wow. Cavallari fended so, and gave it to Ev yeah. and gave so it to Tolard. So that's how Tolard won. But yeah, yeah a win's mean, a win. A win is a win, and I think. Well, you said on the Discord like Fend. Oh, that was the last lap too. Yeah. So okay, I so said, that was no, actual okay. Fend. Well, let's let's talk. Let's go look at um. Let me put up uh open four-wheel drive main one here pay you five dollars everybody to live rc and you can watch all this stuff yeah so just to go over sort of the rest of the two-wheel drive results before we move to four-wheel drive it's it's yeah fan taller cavalry and horn in fourth so uh two ae guys in in the top five uh then mayfield and rivkin uh in sixth in full drive and in full drive it's the same thing for him so sixth in both classes for rivkin and in both classes tollard and and aiden are in front of him mm -hmm. so yeah to me like that's that's not a good look for spencer not he at should all be the top he should be the top top guy at ae like he should be like no question spencer's always the first ae guy but he didn't yeah he should be right battling fend up her he should be the guy yeah. behind he should yeah, have been in Talard's position. Yeah. And and yeah, definitely not a good look for Spencer. Maybe just an off weekend or something. But I mean, he's had these a few in the past year, I believe. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, you know, you we always expect Rivkin to just like be so dominant in 10 scale. I think we're just expecting him to be like Fend in 10 scale and always battling with Fend. But I, I'll honest, I'm leaving that subject for a different for, for later on because I think Fen's just yeah. on a whole different level right now. And maybe I think so too, but the, the fact that in tool drive you just saw him sort of crash out of the lead, 
Like that's telling me well, that he's still second. sort of okay. Well, anyway, but like Ooh. still, like he he didn't like dominate dominate in two wheel drive. In four wheel drive, he did. He won everything. But in two wheel drive, two wheel drive, he didn't like dominate dominate, which tells me he's still feeling some pressure. He still sort of has to race these guys. So I want to give him sort of that status because on, like on a good day with Mayfield, on a good day with with um, Ongaro, these guys don't even look back. Like. They're in the lead. That's it. Like, you don't even have to think. They just win. So, Fenn still has that where he still has to be a bit uh, sort of cautious if he's going to win, even though he's leading and he's the fastest guy out on track. So, that's something I still sort of, I'm hesitant to call Fenn the dominating guy in America or fastest guy in America. Even though, let's be honest, he has had some pretty damn good results. Like, EMS last year. He's okay, like Mayfield's got more. Clearly the fastest guy. Mayfield's got one more eight scale win than him last year, because Fenn has yeah. two. Mayfield has had three. Um, Fenn had way more TQs, and Fenn has way more ten scale wins or podiums than Mayfield last year. I'm yeah, not, I'm, don't I'm, get me wrong; like Mayfield's still the dominant guy in eight scale. Yes, yeah. But so this is the guy that could beat him like anytime, anywhere. In yeah. my opinion. But uh, yeah, exactly. But that's that's sort of what I'm after here. That even though Fend looks like he's the so fast, like no one has anything on him, he's still sort of an underdog against Mayfield a lot of these times. Like, like he shouldn't be because his speed is really damn good. Only you and, guys uh, consider him an underdog. I'm the I have pure underdog-rated yeah, faith in Fend. I'm I'm unbiased, and you are like a huge Fend fan. <laughs> <laughs> Like if we, like yeah, so I like I think DNC is a good sort of tell because I don't think Fendi even has to win DNC. Like this time he just has to just finish on the podium because last year didn't go that well for him. Uh, so if he finishes second and close to Mayfield or whoever wins, uh, I think that's a win in Fendi's book. Uh, but yeah, it's I wouldn't call him the dominant thing that he might ha- might sort of appear to be. Okay, but yeah, he's down fast that there's no like taking away from that all right so i'm gonna do my big winners and losers of this race big winner obviously for me dakota fan cole tallard aiden horn and i'm putting ryan cavallari there because he of his second place finish in in um two drive two drive third but third Third, sorry made the podium and then my biggest losers, I, I was going to have Mayfield as a big loser, but Mayfield was actually, he like, he was fast. He just made mistakes. You know, yeah, like, so I, like compared to last year where he made B mains most of the time, yeah. like this is a win right now. In yeah. Mexico. <laughs> um, I'm going to say another big loser is Brock Champlin. He, you know, finishing ninth in, in two wheel drive. And where did he, did he make? Uh, did he make the main? Let me check the full drive. Full drive finished. Yeah, fourth. and fourth. Eh, he he needs so, okay. to be another person up there battling for wins. But here's the thing. With the cars he has now, finishing fourth in full drive is uh, like good. Like The full drive is really good on dirt. So fourth is good. It's okay. It's not great. Uh, but two drive, ninth. Like, let, just be, let's just be honest. Like Schumacher isn't a car designed for dirt. They have barely tested it out there most of the times so like yeah it's it's to be expected this especially this track which is super low grip compared to other tracks in america 
like the CRC track, all these tracks are covered with sugar or whatever, and it's very high grip. These guys run slicks. I don't know if they run slicks here, but like it's it's not that grippy here. So I like I wouldn't put Champlain as a loser. I'd put this as a yeah, well, that's kind of what you called for when you went to Schumacher with the tool drive. The four drive fourth is in my opinion, okay. Uh, hey, um, if He's just, he's got to be fighting for these results. I, I get what you're saying. He, sh- I get he should it. be, yeah. But I mean, I get it. Like, But if this was carpet, he'd be there. So, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, I, I don't think he's the type of guy uh, who sort of builds his own thing. Like, he needs to sort of slow by slow, sort of get used to the car, then build his setup. Whereas some guys, like, well, I really seem to know, like, Ron Fucky knows what he needs. He gets it done and then he goes out on track. I don't think Brock is the type of guy. Uh, I think he's the type of guy who just drives, tests different stuff. If something works, that's great. So I think it will take time before he can actually sort of be his own speed on dirt. And let's be honest, like even with AE, he was much he's mostly doing. Carpet. He's mostly doing um, carpet racing anyway. So. Yeah. So it's it's not yeah. like he was has ever been that good on dirt. He's been good, but not like that good. So I wouldn't. Put him as a loser at this race. That I mean, that's just my take. Dustin Evans. I mean, he's just like the same. Or every he race here? is. Too, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Even him. He he made both mains. <laughs> he made both mains. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Don't don't be rude. He made both mains. He got an eighth in two wheel drive. And <laughs> I, I I was sorry. I didn't mean to be rude, but I was just surprised because I didn't. He got a ninth. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think you know uh, Tom Renekonek. He ran stock as well. I think he won a better. After such a good run at um, at the CRCR race, he finished what? Uh, he finished seventh, mind you. These all these guys were in at CRCRC. There was no like uh, Cavaliers and and Mayfields and uh, you know all those guys there. They weren't there. So yeah, no, I think I that's good. I, was there though. Still, yeah, I think Matthew Gonzalez. Um, I'm gonna give you know this is his home track. I watched him almost kill. A British, a, a British bulldog. He fell on top of him. I know how a, do- a dog tripped him up. I live running around the track. But uh, born a crime, making the what did he? he in four wheel drive, he was he he didn't make the main in four wheel drive, and in two wheel drive he finished tenth, and was just never in it at his own track. Yeah. I think he's just going through freshman mod blues. You know, I moved yeah, up to mod. Like, has he? It's a big adjustment. Really- raced against this type of competition like using stock he was just running by himself in the front <laughs> this is the issue you know what i mean the competition level is completely different at mod so yeah and if he's... he transitioned like a year or two before maybe he could have sort of seen what what he needs to seeing the speed he's at sort of had some bigger targets as well so yeah i don't i i i mean i don't i don't know if he thinks it's a good result bad result uh because like he's still new to mod but i mean the guy like i i see him being much better than this but i don't know if he actually is right it's like two fifties to four fifties yeah so yeah that's pretty good because like generally there's a lot of guys who are very good at two fifties and then switch to four fifties and suddenly they aren't that good anymore even compared to the guys who they beat in two fifties yeah, so it I could be that too but yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, to be honest, like to me, the only sort of guys who should be going home pissed are Rivkin and 
<laughs> to be honest, like I think Rivkin, just just them, like. Yeah, I think Mayfield would be a little bit pissed too because he didn't win, but that's yeah, probably but one I of his mean, better results. On, like, finishing fifth in both classes versus finishing in the B main, like that's a big, pretty big step up from last year. I don't yeah. know if he's been practicing more than scale now. Because last Maybe this tractor suits him better. Could be that too. I mean, Mayfield is a guy who I'm pretty sure doesn't like the very high grip track. So this track being a bit more low grip, maybe that helps him a bit. But yeah, I think I think sort of everyone's sort of where they should be. But Dustin Evans is like I'm pretty sure he he's getting paid by AE. He's he's only driving ten scale, mm-hmm. so I'm a bit sort of like I gotta be honest. I think he's like, just to his point now. He's just older now, and it doesn't yeah. really matter. And it's yeah, no offense. maybe, but like like I don't know. If I was AE, I'd be wishing him some better results. But I'm pretty sure. Like because he puts out very good content, like on videos and on on live streams and stuff, and he interacts with people and really big. Like I've seen him do a lot in the community where he's in in America. Mm-hmm. So perhaps that's why he sort of that's his value to AE, which I right. totally see and I appreciate that. Uh, I don't, but I don't, I don't like. In a while, I haven't seen him as a racer to be at that level anymore, where he can just because before he like he was great, like. One really race, uh, uh, won a lot of races in America. Generally, a very good ten scale driver. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I just. I don't think he's a loser at this race because I. I, I just believe this is sort of what where what's his thing nowadays. Sort of being more towards the hobby side of the sport rather than the being a professional racer. I see I that. Know. I see what you mean. Yeah. All right. I think that's about it. Uh, I don't have, well, let me just check my notes. Any more races? Uh, real quick, uh, Drake, because this is, a, I just wanted to touch on this. Drake went up to Winter Rage up in Pacific Northwest, another big, uh, they have their big races in horse arenas up there because it's it's too cold. Big races up there. They do good things. Um, he, he goes up there regularly. He, he dominates. I just want to shout out to all the RC people up there in the Pacific Northwest good group of people and once again shout out to the guys in costa rica it's good to see them getting some attention and yeah a real quick rcgp uh ospi team in italy what's that i don't understand that so it's ospi is a track right yeah so this will be the second event of rcgp i, I believe okay. it's in in may or june, june <laughs> i can't remember I the date but but that this this is a track that hosted the uh can't remember the name, but Jose was at this race last fall, straight after. Ah, uh, the Reds GP. Yeah, Reds GP. This has hosted Reds GP for plenty of years. Uh, it has hosted the Italian, uh, not Italian job, the other one, Bitti Contest uh, as okay. well, I think, once. So this is a, a pretty, this has hosted a bunch of like sort of medium sized races in Europe uh, where still a lot of fast guys shows up and uh a great venue uh pretty close to red's facility i believe red's is still somewhat uh sponsoring the series so that's obviously a very good thing for them if that is the case um and uh yeah i mean all around great news it's great track great facility the people who work there uh the ones i've met at least have been very nice and yeah all around a good thing in my opinion yeah i saw so many uk people like oh it's the same week as our national i'm like I mean, it's always going to be, it's, it's so hard to plan a race that doesn't conflict with another yeah. race. 
it's unfortunate yeah. that it, it happens to be on the day, same day as a UK national, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't I, think I, many UK people it, are going to go anyway. I find it a bit silly sometimes from the UK guys where they think sort of the UK nationals are the number one thing and then everything else is sort of below it. For so them, the it should nationals. be, which is understandable. For them, it's it should understandable, be. understandable, but, but like, like, like come you, on, can't, you, you can't Spanish stop a whole, in, yeah, you can't yeah, stop a whole international Nats, race, Italian Spanish Nats, Nats, like, yeah. There are so Dominican. many nationals in Europe. Like, how yeah. do you like? Okay, it's it's not optimal for you guys, obviously, and I get your frustration. But I think like like I've had like I've had times where Euros overlap with my Finnish national. Like it's just it's hard to like, plan. And if I cried about every single time that happened, like yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't end. Uh, so yeah, it's it is what it is, but. I think sort of people should sort of like they are racist. Get over who, it. Gonna, yeah, like it's it can't be changed. Like I'm sorry. Like I saw it. I was like, all right, guys, I get it, but it can't be changed. Yeah. It's the like it's sixth round of UK nationals. Most of these are just clubs. All of them versus an RCGP, a worldwide racing series, which is like a lot of effort and money goes into it. So not it's saying not it like, doesn't go into the. I know that like the UK guys get upset. Get upset at Max. Yeah, okay. <laughs> get upset at Max. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's. I it's know what you mean. It's like for the hobbyist. But yes. it's like, like, that's like saying, like, no, oh, if okay, this was this in the UK, a, if this yeah. was in the UK on a day, the day of a UK oh, national, yeah, then it'd be different. Yeah, 100%. I get it. If this was in the UK, but it isn't. Uh, it's right. somewhere else. I think it's, 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 it's inconvenient, but yeah. If, if, if any other big race was at the same time as UK nationals, like, people would be that upset about it. That's that's my sort of take on this. <laughs> Just because it's RGG people, people are upset. I don't know, man. It's so hard to to figure out these dates. Anyway, uh, we do have a big race coming up this week. Uh, let's let's talk about the Euro Touring Series as well. We oh right. That. So ETS was at dawn, dawn, dawn. Yeah, same place as the EOS race. Yes. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, a week ago. So, and that is actually interesting because Velker won. Uh, with uh, Mugen. Mm, that's so a, I think it's one up. of the biggest wins for Mugen in on road. Really? Obviously, Bruno wasn't here. Uh, well, I mean, Velker has beaten Reinhardt before with the Mugen. He is. I, I, he might have won even an ETS round before, but like Reinhardt was here, Krapp was here. Uh, all the fast European guys were here, apart from Bruno, uh, I believe. Perhaps some other might have missed it, but pretty much all the same guys who were at the previous previous time. So yeah, Velker won by pretty like pretty comfortably over Reinhardt, uh, Christopher Krupp with uh, Yokomo. By the way, I remember we talked about this. I believe with Tony uh, a few weeks ago or last week was it mm -hmm. uh, that Yokomo sort of has it faded out a bit are they back? But like uh, Krupp in third, uh, Yannick Prumper in fifth with Yokomo in on road, and they don't even have those sort of modern on-road cars with uh, carbon fiber arms and stuff like that they have the old school car really like, yeah so uh i don't know if this is sort of these guys iron out the car trying to get the last bit out of it or if they are preparing for something new uh trying mm. to sort of get everything now and then then invent a bit more and i don't know uh hard to tell but definitely good news to see yokomo doing this well 
uh schumacher also they released a new car last week the mi8 no clue at this point uh new schumacher on road car it didn't MI8. look that much different yeah it didn't look that much different to the previous one they had a few updates on it um yeah you have to you have to live as well so uh this track looked pretty regular year european on-road track uh a bit smaller than i think regularly used to but i mean still all right uh but yeah so automatics obviously still very very hard there i think they had one two three at least three cars in the main Pekka was in the main that's why you wanted to talk about it that too like Pekka made his first main in touring uh he's he has been driving touring for a long time but never really had that much uh Never really had that much um, sort of a focus on it. Same with Carri again in the final. Uh, like these guys have been practicing touring for for the past uh, few years a lot uh, back at home, and now it's showing. Like two Finnish guys again in the main. Uh, that's pretty good. Like <laughs> I'm I'm impressed by these guys. So, I have a question: Is is Peko like living the RC life right now? That's what he's doing full time. He's going to school. I mean, he's going to upper secondary school. Uh, okay, so still like year. high school. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, he's he's kind of living the RC life, yes. But yeah, going to school, trying to get all that sorted. And hmm. this definitely looks better as an on-road track than an off-road track. Oh, hundred percent. I think. I mean. Kind of harsh to shade like this, but they seem to always put a bit more effort into on-road than they do to off-road, which is a bit sad because I think off-road is still quite big in Europe and definitely it has suffered a bit like right. in the past two years. So trying to yeah. revive it would be nice. But like this race again, I can't remember how many entries, but a crazy amount. Uh, I'd say over 200 entries, but not exactly sure. Yeah, I like that they use they utilize this part of the track, the the eye part of the track a lot better than they did in the off-road side. All right, yeah, cool, cool. All righty then. So we have a big race this weekend, Max. We had a whole weekend planned out for this race, but when we found out there would be no live coverage, we just we're gonna do this preview and then we'll do a recap. But we have. One, we, we, we talk about this race quite a lot because I think it produces some of the best racing that I've seen in a long time. Uh, every year, the racing is great. It's fast. Uh, I watched a pit crew, I mean, a track crew, like, clean up a track that was flooded in water. And then, like, they got it ready in, like, an hour to be racing. And this track actually has a rich history of, it's it's, it's not as old as I thought. The track is probably old, but the race isn't as old as I thought it was. And we're talking about the Montpellier GP held in Montpellier, France. So I've written a blog about this. It hasn't come out yet by the time I, I wrote this. But uh, I did a little research. Montpellier is a very old uh, town. First, uh, first was mentioned back in like 985. That's how old it is. Uh, it comes up throughout history in that region. It's the, uh, it's like the seventh, seventh biggest city in France. You know, I kind of geeked out on all this stuff. So the reason this race is so important for me, for the Europeans, this is like their DNC. This is like our euros to be fair. 
it is a euro yeah, i mean it pretty it, much has it, all the like, fast european guys there yeah it has been like it has sort of uh, in previous years it has attracted like less of the northern northern side of europe because it is very cold there and in sort of like Sweden and Finland and even on Germany, it's impossible to drive or sort of practice at this time. So because in, in the past, they used to be like Ronnefolk, all the sort of top guys from all from Europe came to this race. Mm -hmm. This was like the Neo, the, the, like it was this race and the Neo race. These two were like the super big races Europe had. Mm -hmm. uh, the Neo sort of died down and this race has sort of shrinked a bit, but then sort of it has been even more uh given even more focus from like uh, uk guys and southern european guys so it's still definitely an i'd say biggest race at this point in europe uh, apart from euros obviously yeah it's it's going to be the biggest race that we've seen i mean ibc was big but i think this yeah. is just a bit big i mean the only people probably not going to this race are joseph i don't think he goes anyway well he never goes to this race uh is rana yeah, Falk. so it's like this race is usually really freaking cold <laughs> that's yeah. why people don't know and he's usually here. in america this time of year yeah anyway. that too so uh yeah so but this is a very popular race uh how yeah. and it's held in the southern of france but south of france not far from the mediterranean but it's always cold there and that's the only thing that i always keep hearing people saying oh it's cold it's such a cold race but i i think i got hip to this race maybe about four five six years ago and i started watching it on rc racing tv uh no not sorry it wasn't rc racing tv i think uh, might, they might have covered I it believe, yeah but uh, maybe rc, RC racing has TV. always covered it like the french media is actually pretty good in rc okay rc mag has always had very good coverage of this race specifically uh, this year obviously no live but they will still be filming everything and making sure i forget how this race came on my radar then i just knew it was like the first race where the european guys raced before dnc so i just started watching it and ever since then it's just been exciting racing like it's it's always come down to near the end like even last year and uh, well sorry two years ago in 2020 ongaro was leading and winning mm -hmm. like the entire race and then like if of i can't remember how much time have to go his battery dumped and canas yeah. took over and i've seen i think i saw battier come from behind to win at this track one time too which i thought was by the way he's yeah. won this four times i didn't realize that yeah there's been quite a few winners actually i looked at the list uh, yeah yesterday and it, I, there's quite a few different winners so let's just go over that so the first race at this race was in 2006 and it was won by italian legend davide tor tor tosisi tortisi Tortorici. see, I butchered that. I, I know nothing about this guy, so Max probably knows everything about him. So this was the guy who worked it very before Ongaro. So ah. uh, so this was sort of the he ran a chrono. Uh he was the he was like Ongaro of the mid two thousands. Like he mm. was like some race he went to, he just absolutely dominated. It was like crazy fast. Uh, I don't think he won, I believe, if, at least one Euros, uh, maybe a few more, but uh, he no, sort of never had that long-lasting sort of success sort of that Iguan, for example, had. And uh, because Iguan had this sort of lo lot of Euros actually fighting for Worlds, whereas Tortorici sort of, he had very good results somewhere there, but then like I never sort of saw him at least the way people talked about him as a sort of a world's contender. Yeah, where is uh, he Joe, now? Out of RC? 
yeah he he raced for a while he i think he raced up until like 2015 2016 but he slowly faded off uh he wasn't as fast uh at that moment anymore whereas i won still quite fast at times and uh so i don't know if if it's just was he never that great of a driver as someone like I won? Or just uh, burnt or out, maybe just, too much pressure? Yeah, something like that. The maybe. next Italian hope. But yeah, but he was definitely a super fast guy. And Joseph always said this, like he was running Chrono. That that's the time when Chrono was super good. And uh yeah, I think yeah, he I don't know what really happened, but he was fast at the time. Definitely a very big guy uh, in in Italy at the time. Right. Uh, Renault Savoia, Yannick Aiguan, Jerome Aiguan, and Jerome Sartel are the four French guys that have won this. Uh, yeah, and Savoia, obviously. Yeah, I said, I said Savoia. Okay, uh, I it. Boots has won it three times. I didn't realize he had won it th- three yeah, times. Yeah, I remember the one he won, uh, way back. That was the one where a lot of people retired. Like, I think Ronafog had issues, Canas had issues, uh, Ongaro had issues, and then Boots ended up winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Ken Ash didn't have, but Berton or someone, someone who was up there had issues and Boots ended up winning. I mean, but yeah, you have to finish to finish first, uh, obviously. But that was a weird race. Uh, that was the sort of last race Boots won with the Kyosho. I think that year he switched to, or the next year he switched to, to S Works then. Yeah, he uh, Ricky Berton has won this race, and uh, Ricardo Rabiti. That's another fast Italian that we haven't heard. Yeah, yeah, he's, he won it in two thousand nine. I don't know where he's gone now, but he he used to be very fast Italian as well. Right. So this race has like some some prestige attached to it. Like the guys that have won this race are all, all I would say at one point in their lives probably world's contenders to, at some point. Uh, yeah. Looking back, well, on if this. not worlds, at least European champs. Yes, yes. Uh, this is the la- one of the last like. You don't see these type of tracks anymore, permanent Euro style. You know, when I think of Montpellier, I think of the tree and I think of that polished blue, smooth concrete corner that's I know is so slippery. It's so deceiving. It's like wet tile with that fine little yeah. bit of dust in there. And, you know, you got that little simple double that looks so simple. Well, I think remember when you're one year, they had a double and you had to jump it. I think of that. And then I think of just the hardcore, like, racing like it's so fast and intense it's no relaxing on this on this yeah. track it's short it's not a big track it looks it looks big but it's not and it's super fast lots of corner speed and just ah uh, you know no no big stupid jumps just it's nothing it's just like you go that one section that you go slow in is that that concrete section because you can't really go yeah. fast I just love this track and it's just proved to, to provide some great racing. You know what I mean? Um, um, for me, unfortunately, let's go to 2020 because we got a lot to talk about going into this race. Uh, Canas won it. I think the seismic magma tires are the tires to be on as well. Uh, is yeah. Canas still on seismic? No, he has switched to T-Pro, but looking at the warm-up, both him and Boots were running seismic. And it's yeah. funny because T Pro posted a picture of hey T Pro guys finished one and two, and both had uh, seismic tires on, or at least one of them had seismic tires on the car. <laughs> so that was a that was a bit funny on the Facebook. But uh, yeah, he'll he'll be able to run whatever he wants. Yeah, but this is a serious race. I mean, even when I was talking to the Killex, they're like, you know, they're excited, but they're not excited because they didn't get to go to the warm up. 
you know they know yeah. like how important that warm-up race was uh tires is such a big deal her i mean I, if we go oh, back to 2020 yeah. this started the breakup between nemo and the skidmores if i remember correctly i i believe so but this is where sort of this i think this was the last race with agama that's getting yeah bad. and they did really well they almost they were leading this race i believe at one point or really in the top three johnny was if, i uh, don't i don't know if he was in the top three but he he definitely made the main i believe he was he was faster than he regularly is okay I sorry i probably gave him more i i have i should have went back and looked at it <laughs> yeah but i mean I remember in 2020 actually Ongaro struggled a bit when he when he was leading on a battery fail that was 2019. I think that's no, that when exactly 2020. No, no, that's 2019 because 2021 they didn't have this race. So when the no 2020 out, they had it. Yeah, yeah, but that 2020 Ongaro was struggling quite a bit because that uh... was when the associated came was coming out with a new car. Uh, oh, who won Okay, so but who won it in twenty nineteen? Twenty nineteen, I think I believe Boots won, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah, let me bring up that. Uh, because I, I'm pretty sure Ongaro hasn't won this race. No, he, he has. He has not won this race. He has. Yeah. So, so yeah. I thought but, it was twenty twenty. He had the issue with his battery, yeah. man. So twenty nineteen, I think he had the issue. That was when he was super dominant, leading by almost a lap. And twenty twenty was when Berton broke. Uh, Ongaro was kind of struggling and then Canas ended up winning. He was, Canas has always been good at this race. Like even before he was at this level, he's always been a guy who's like really fast at this race. Like, and I think I'll be, I, I'm pretty sure Ongaro is going to be showing up at this race. So he will be definitely posing a battle. Uh, he seems to have a very good platform. He's been very dominant in Italy, at, at least in terms of speed. He has had a lot of technical issues for some reason, but in terms of just pure speed, he's been really good in Italy. So I think it's going to be a battle between those two. But I like I I got to be honest. Like I I'd be favoring Canas at this race. Yeah, I kind of I'm kind of leaning towards Canas as well. And I don't know, maybe Boots. I was listening to him on Extra Lap. He sounds pretty confident. Uh, I think his you know he knows he can use the tire to beat because obviously he's. I think he's, I believe he's used the tire in the UK nationals, which is fine. He's allowed to use it. So they allow him to use it. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's just going to be difficult. But then I was hurt. I heard that some of these companies are kind of getting their, their comp. I believe it's the compound that makes the big difference. And oh, a lot yeah. of these companies are getting their compounds ready for this race, but it's kind of hard to, to do it. And I believe like seismic is not far from this i leave their factory I, I correct me if i'm wrong but they're not too far away from this actual track they, yeah, they I, use I this track a lot they're based but okay they are, someone told me that are in, in the south uh for right sure. and i think like uh you know that majubi uh zachary majubi i think works for seismic and they have got, been going to this track for i don't know how long but like i mean they don't live close but they have gone here quite a bit in the past when i talked with them so they for sure know it and and zachary works for them so like this is the track where this mix sort of first had their great results like thomas musso and finishing mm -hmm. high up so this is sort of where seismic built its sort of Reputation. coming back of yeah of again because it, it used to be a pretty big brand in europe uh, i think in the past but like this like this days it's back it's again. coming back like, though it's coming back yeah it seems to be especially when it's working on all these oil tracks and a lot of these off-road yeah. tracks are going to the oil treatment yeah. Well, but it's not purposes. only that 
though, because I believe Berton is running now as a seismic driver. Uh, oh, actually, no. And Barufalo. Well, Barufalo is. Barufalo no, Berton's is hot maybe, race. Berton's hot race. That's correct, because yeah. he was running seismic last year, almost everywhere. Yeah. But now he's with hot race. So actually, that might be something that's interesting, because uh, Canas and Boost will obviously be running seismic, uh, most likely. And Ongaro... Uh, we were we were sort of predicting Ongaro to move to Hot Race, but he yeah, but nothing. So I'm, I'm guessing, you haven't heard I'm anything. Guessing, yeah, so I'm guessing he's just taking it with a, a, a AKA. So, uh, yeah, AKA, uh, hard to say, man. Like it could be good, it could be bad, but <laughs> it it's like because this track is like very tire specific a lot of times. So mm -hmm. if you don't tires just don't work, they just don't work. And AK hasn't been notoriously very good for tra on tracks like this. They are much better on, on sort of a bit more abrasive tracks or the medium bite tracks, I believe. Mm -hmm. So Also, yeah, uh, Pro Circuit, because uh, the Killex run on Pro Circuit, they'll be there. So they're hoping to have an answer for these se seismic tires. That's another thing yeah. about this race, too, is you will see names that you don't regularly see in A-Mains, like a Tom Robbins, Musos, even though these guys are fast. These guys are fast uh, in France. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see a Majube in there as well. The HB yeah. would be good there. He'd be on Seismic. Uh, X-Ray sending a squad over. Dude, Coelho is super busy. He's doing, he did Snowbirds, traveling to back to Portugal, then he's going to France for Montpellier, then he's going, I guess, uh, over to California for now that, DNC. Now that you brought that up, Coelho, like, dude, like if he if he has practiced eight scale, if he has the sort of flow in eight scale after all this touring car racing, like Coelho could like do well Coelho at this race. Be, yeah, he could be challenging for the win. Like, yeah, hard to say, but like he won in Portugal. He obviously practiced there a lot, but this track isn't like that different from the style they had there. Really tight, really technical, uh, medium to high grip. Uh, yeah, I mean Coelho could be one one for the win. Uh, one thing actually I we haven't talked about yet, but uh this one kid who runs a gamma finished in the warm up like six, seven. Uh like there's a lot of like young uh French drivers who can be really fast here, especially now that Agama is partnered up with Sismic and and other almost most guys in France seem to be running Sismic these days. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see some French kids up here. And more to, to Agama is it, it's going to be interesting to see if they will run their prototype. The right, I forgot car. about that. I forgot yeah. all about that. I forgot Lee Martin would be there. Yeah, and... because Lee posted pictures, I think, a few weeks ago, showing that he has his own car now. So it's not on, only just one concept car. So Lee has his own, and there's a few guys who have cars, I believe. So that's going to be interesting. Are they going to actually run it now? I like, forgot will this all about be... that. This will is the this type of track that we'll be good at. Yeah, exactly. So, like, is this so where they're gonna sort of uh, show what 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 it's got? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd hope to see it. Maybe I hope they do because, like, they've been testing it for a while now. I, I believe they've been testing it since like a year almost. Like, I would be I would be surprised if they released it right after they got it finished. Uh, so, yeah, I, and it looks like they're going into production too because, like, they're constantly updating like hey we're testing this testing this and like doing development so i forgot all about that what other uk is clancy yeah. going haven't talked with them 
I wonder what other UK uh, guys are going. I believe because he's he's uh, Skidmore's dad at least posted online that their flights were cancelled. Clancy also same thing. His flights were cancelled, so it really? could be sort of a COVID bullshit uh, screwing it up. And also because they aren't inside the EU, it's much harder to travel as well. So all of that shit is uh, screwing them up a lot from the UK. So I hope actually that Lee will show up. Uh, but yeah. Couldn't they just go across on the channel and drive across? It's like, this is like the south of France. So you would have to go across the tunnel, then drive uh, more than a full day. So it'd probably be the same price to just fly. And it'd be a lot easier to just fly. Okay. All right. Well, we'll find out sooner or later here when things start. I mean, they're committed to go. They were in there. Oh, man. I I keep coming back to X-Ray. X-Ray are not playing around. They are hitting eight scale and touring car hard hard yeah like yeah big squads like i like testman's over there prepping coelho's truggy like you know what i mean i yeah i like i'm so impressed with what x-ray is doing i wish other teams like these american teams would think about sending some of these americans over to some of these i wish actually would have joined rcgp would have been so great you know what i mean yeah. that would have been awesome that would be interesting but uh all right so I guess we should make some predictions about this race uh, while we're talking about it, while we're wrapping up her. Uh, I I honestly, my top three, dude, poof, I, I honestly have Kanas as my, I think the S-Works yeah. were, were great. I think he'll be on seismic tires. I think I have Kanas, Boots, and Ongaro. I don't have Ongaro winning this. Yeah, I don't have Ongaro winning either, but I'd, I'd go with uh, Canas, uh, Berton, and Ongaro. I don't think Boots Boots is good, but against Berton, against Ongaro, I just I just I don't I don't think he's like that that level at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Canas definitely loves this track, very dominant at the warm up. Uh, so yeah, but Berton is fast. His car has a lot of steering. Looking at all the videos, he's very good at technical tracks generally. So no. Yeah. I, what I, do you I, know I about the Infinity car? Are they still using? Is it still a lot of 3D printed parts, or are I they? Saw, I saw pictures from last fall uh, of the car. Still a bit of HP parts on there. Still 3D printed parts. Uh, it seems like I don't. Not a like, change by now, though. Yeah. It. I mean, perhaps they are sort of now finalizing the thing and releasing it at the worlds. Uh, that's my best guess because it seems like for the past, like since 2019, they had the same thing. Like I've seen the thing, it looked exactly the same for like two years. Obviously they've tried a lot of stuff. They like mm-hmm. tried to try to optimize it a lot. That's hundred percent like the deal, but like the general design is like, they still are using a lot of HP parts on the car. At least they were at last fall. So perhaps like this is a race for the show like to a big mm-hmm. audience their official car then the release will happen at the worlds or i don't know it's hard to say it they could just be still running the 3d printed stuff and you'll see you'll see they have plenty of time i think they'll have a, a full full molded car by the worlds. i think they'll probably have a close oh, to a full yeah. motor it'd be interesting to see i know the good thing is that chris will be there from circus rc so we'll get yeah. plenty of pictures he did say he's going to try and go live but that's not his thing so i'm not expecting too much from that rc mag will be covering it they'll have videos after the fact which kind of sucks but we'll we'll post them up we'll try and post results too i think yeah yeah, yes oh you know what 
we also forgot to mention that this is our first race in our NNRC Euro Cup. Oh, Let's yeah. talk about that real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, How could we forget that? Yeah. So last year we had the American Cup. This year we have European and American. Sort of the fact that this hasn't got any live footage and stuff sort of ruined the start because it would have been a great to sort of launch it off with a bang mm -hmm. and full coverage. But then we'll, we'll do that at DNC uh, properly for the American one. Uh, yeah, but there'll be four races in European series. It'll be this one. Then it'll be European warm-up, uh, it'll be World's warm-up, and then the Euros. Whereas in America, it's going to be DNC, the Nats, uh, PNB, and Silver State uh, mm. for the series. And again, most likely all of these guys will attend all of these events. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. I'm pretty sure it's going to be much more tight than last year, where Mayfield just dominated because it's like fend is closer uh a lot of these other guys have a challenge i think it's been seeming a bit iffy at times so i yeah. think we're gonna see fan put the pressure on mayfield this year and yeah i think i think um i i think calf's gonna be there man i'm telling you i'm telling you how about europe right. i mean you want this is the first race you know he's gonna yeah, be that's, that's a bummer for david I think I think that's sort of it for the series because we, mm -hmm. we are not gonna have any dropouts, and he's not like. Although I believe like he's gonna do good with Mayako, I I don't see him winning Euros warm up, Worlds warm up, and the Euros, and then mm -hmm. like Ongara not having good results because that's what it takes to sort of make it make it first if you miss one race. Um, they are hard to say. I, I think like Ongaro definitely is the favorite in my eyes for the Euro yeah. Cup. If David didn't miss the first one, then we'd a lot more balanced, I believe. Um, yeah, hard hard to call. Canas is obviously going to be there too, so it's going to be so, Ongaro. So how Canas. do we do this? Do, do we give Ranafog? Does he get points for? Because actually, ooh, we have a conundrum. We have might have a, a conundrum here. Ronafog might actually do two races in the American Cup and then two races in the European Cup. Yeah, so that's that's a bit of a bummer. I wish sort of we could do so that, for example, the World Swarm of DNC somehow were shared results, but it's it's just much easier to separate the two. I think that's the best way to do it for now. I think when people sort of get the idea of it or try to start actually going to these events more, this can mm -hmm. actually happen more. In Europe, this was like the this was they actually had a thing uh, before COVID Masters of Europe, like, Masters of Europe thing. Yeah, this is a race. This race is a part of it. It says so on yeah. the flyer anyway. Okay, but I don't know if that's still a thing. At least I haven't heard any of it. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think I think last year was just like I think for us, uh, we that sort of trying out if if there's any interest in like doing this or like does it add anything. And I think mm -hmm. it, I think it really does. Like I think having even just the point system thing, uh, I think that adds a lot. It, it it adds like some excitement at least. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm very excited uh, about it. Maybe we should have a competition with our patrons this weekend and see who picks their winners. So yeah, from the Montpellier. Like I don't know. We have to figure it out. If you're a patron and you have an idea about how to figure this out, let us know yeah. before before Friday. Uh, real quick, I know we'll go. We also all things for NNRC Cup will be posted on the House of RC page. Get used to it because that's where all our DNC stuff is gonna go as well. 
Um, I have a blog coming out this week about Montpellier. I need to I need to adjust it. I have some misinformation in there apparently. Uh, I thought I thought uh, boots and cannot. I thought the battery thing was in twenty twenty. Dark horse. Oh, Who yeah. do you think is going to be a dark horse coming into this For race? Uh, mm-hmm. that's a tough goal. Like, yeah, I I don't know. Like, it, like looking at the warm up, like Robert finishing up high could be a, a dark horse in that sense. Uh, I would love to see Robert win this. I would love it. He needs it. He needs it. Yeah, Robert needs to win win right now. I think maybe him. Like I, I'd like to see him do well. I, I don't really have anyone. There, there isn't one sort of like looming in the background, like the guy who can actually be really fast. I don't. I wouldn't be upset if any of these guys won. To be honest, no, no, not really. Yeah, I I can't see anybody that I'll be like, oh, I don't really want that guy to win. Like if if Canas wins it, wins it, I think he deserves it. Breton, Barufalo. I would like to see Barufalo in it, even though I just know it's just a, he's just gonna yeah, go wild. It. Yeah, <laughs> I, I doubt. Like this is not his style of track, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But we'll be following it. Uh, we're gonna share as much videos and results as possible. So follow us on the Facebook page, and we'll probably have also things taking you right to our House of RC page. Uh, as we get information, we'll let you guys know because we think this is a great race for you guys to watch. And check out and uh this is you know um this is the dnc of europe and i think yeah this is just such a good race and such a different type of track different type of racing compared to what we're going to see here in two weeks time and it just brings back that old european euro style old school racing that i remember as euro style racing from back in the day you know and i just i i never was a big euro style fan back in the day but i am now for some reason you yeah. know i i was like oh they need bigger jumps and i always preferred the american supercross style but i still do like that but i can appreciate tracks like this a lot more now because we don't have many yeah yeah so good stuff max i think that's it uh we hour and 34 hour and 30 minutes here uh, i think this is the only pod for this week max is super busy with uh with school uh we don't really have much to talk about this week we will be back next week on monday for a recap of this race and some rc news uh i'm flying out next thursday so i'll have but you'll have a podcast for next friday as well and then we'll do our dnc coverage probably starts tuesday night wednesday i guess uh tuesday will be setting up and stuff like that so i'm getting super excited about dnc i wish he was going but you can't and uh uh i'm just i'm ready to get to california I'm ready to see all the people and just have fun and woo, we're gonna have uh if you want to come see us at dnc look for the high tech tent that will be headquarters of the nnrc we have shirts hats decals for sale maybe some beanies as well if you want to come by and just say what's up come do that and uh, we look forward to that. I can't wait. I really can't wait. I'm hoping that like nothing goes wrong between now and then. Like I don't get sick. Nothing. You know, I've been so good all this time. Dodge COVID with JQ. You know, all this type of stuff. And I'm just ready to get cracking and get to California because I love California. So yeah, man. Good stuff, man. All right, Max. Well, I'm going to let you go. We're going to go on and do our patron-only pod. Uh, thank you to all of the NNRC spot around the world. We can't do it without you guys. Thank you for the support. Please like, sub, notification, dislike, comment, 
leave reviews, share. We need to get out into the stratosphere, into the algorithms and spread all the NNRC pixie dust all around and get people excited about RC. Thank you to the patrons of the podcast. You guys got an extra podcast this week. If you wish to be a patron, you can. There's a written, uh, there's a link in the written description of this podcast. Now, this patron podcast may not even be about RC. You know, it just might be us chatting. So it usually is about yeah. RC. Though. It usually is about RC. Most of the time, free dumb days. Yeah. So all that good stuff. Uh, remember, everybody, showing the sponsors some love, shows the podcast some love. Uh, simple podcast this week. So we just want to shout out and say Invisible Speed. Check them out, man. Get the books. Grab the online course. It's probably one of the greatest tools in your RC arsenal. TZO Tires. Yeah, they're going to be revealed here at DNC, I believe. High Tech RC. Got all my servers. I got those two blue ones. They need to go on my boat, which is over here. Big yellow. Going to be doing probably when I get back from DNC, I'll get all on that. My back on my boats. Uh, TNR Fuels. Had a great talk with him last week. You can check that out on uh, episode number 167. Beach RC. Be good to see Brent and those guys out there in California. Looking forward to that. Techno RC. Matt and the guys. Lugs Racing Tires. Be good to see Bryce and those guys. They had a good weekend up in Pacific Northwest. Be good. This is the final. This is the first big race setting for all the Mayako guys. Hashtag Mayako movement. JQSM, be good to see Smoker, Dagani, and all those guys again. G-Spec, race, RC tuning. Check them out. Get your cables. Papa Willis Traction Tonic, pure, pure traction. Poor traction with uh, Papa Willis Traction Tonic. There's some coupon codes for that. And G-Spec, RC, race, RC, RC tuning. Racecraft USA, get your command module. Be cool to hang out with those guys. Finally meet Chase and those guys. Uh, you have we have coupon codes for that. Clinic RC, he's gonna be their attorney and his awesome wife Vicky. They're gonna be helping out. JTP RC, he's doing pretty good. Looks uh, Tebow's enjoying life. RCGP House of RC. Shout out to my boy RC Kevin. Shout out to the So Dialed app and shout out to my boy Uncle Eddie. Get your Uncle Eddie's seasoning right there. And. Uh, yeah, good stuff. With that said, Nitrous Glory, E-Buggy Pays the Meals, Max and Lefty. You got anything to say before we head out, Max? I'm good. Uh, again, out. I saw you, you saw you, Chicana, I post a post about uh, I saw respect that. yourself, love RC. It's amazing. Yeah, the Kanai. The Kanai. There we go. That's what, our, hey, because Kanai says so. With that, we say short outro, Lefty and Max out.